Welcome to The Meteor Podcast, a weekly news show about what's going on in the media community. This episode is for Friday, October 31st, 2014. Spooky. <laughs> Welcome, Meteor fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my co-host. Rye Walker. Welcome back. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, this week we are going to uh, talk about In Search of a Meteor Boilerplate, Meteor Turning 1, Animated Mobile Route Transition with Iron Router and Ratchet, Velocity 1.0 RC1, and uh, Prerender.io Package. So before we get into all that jazz... Let's talk real quick about our sponsors, Codeship.io. They are a free hosted continuous delivery service. They focus on simplicity and usability. Uh, they are the best way to set up continuous integration. They have uh, um, integration points for GitHub and Bitbucket, Heroku, Amazon Web Services, Modulus, and Nojitsu. Uh, you can go to Codeship.io slash Podcast and sign up. Uh, their free plan gives you 100 builds a month and five private projects. Uh, and if you use the discount code Meteor Podcast, you can get 20% off any plan for three months. Pretty awesome. Our other sponsor is Modulus.io. Uh, they are still the best Meteor hosting solution out there. Um, highly recommended. They actually just came out with a bunch of new stuff yesterday, uh, so I, I would definitely recommend checking that out. Now you can choose the size of the servo that you're going to get, so you can get the bigger servo if you have a, a little more memory-intensive Meteor app or something. Uh, and they just added auto-scaling, so uh, some really powerful stuff there. I'd highly recommend you check it out. And there's also a discount code for that. You get uh, $25 off your overall bill. Uh, and that's Met Podcast, all one word. So modulus.io. All right. So first up uh, is In Search of a Meteor Boilerplate. Did you read this one, Ryan? I did not. No. So I found it interesting. <laughs> I found it interesting because of the. Um, you know, he t he talks about. All the, like he compares a bunch of boilerplates and he talks about how you know meteor needs to kind of almost get their act together and and offer up a, a better solution for directory structures and, and whatnot and you know like after i guess a couple like a year and a half with meteor i I would tend to disagree like i don't I don't think you need a standard directory structure beyond what they already give you like I was a proponent of this. Uh, you know, he talks about convention over configuration. The, the interesting thing is like, you know, these are just JavaScript files and they get pushed down onto the pipeline. And um, I don't really think that you need to have convention over configuration here. So the the interesting thing is uh, the only time this comes into play is when you have load ordering issues and they've got specific workarounds for load order issues. So, I mean, you've got the client folder, the server folder, the test folder, and uh, public and private folders. Those are all special um, and, and treated in different ways by um, Meteor itself. Uh, and then you also have uh, lib, and then the lib folder 
in the main part is treated specially um, and it can go in client or server any of those other places as well. And basically lib will always be loaded first. Um, and so it's loaded alphabetically within there. And um, I don't know, like I, th- I think that's enough to kind of get around any problems you might run into. I think as far as uh, convention over configuration goes, as long as you document what you're doing and how you're doing it, I think that's good enough in my opinion. So I kind of disagree with this article. Um, and the other thing I've, I found interesting too is that he kind of dings a lot of boilerplates for not having tests in place. And I don't think that that's necessarily the job of a boilerplate. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe the differential boilerplate should have a test folder in it, but yeah, it will once we start doing it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing, right? Like we're going to talk about velocity one Oh RC one. Like it, I mean, literally at the beginning of this week we hit RC one and that's the first time you could even really use Velocity since 09 came out with any kind of uh, certainty that it wasn't going to leak into production. So yeah. uh, for me, I, I would just say, like, I-, I wouldn't expect anyone to have really great test coverage right now because this stuff's all still so new. So Yeah. Well, I would just say, like, <clears throat> I love the way, you know, DHH's attitude with Rails was like, you know, we're, uh, this is the. I only add stuff to Rails that matters to me. You know, like that's what I care about. And it sounds kind of selfish, but like if you have things that matter to you, like try to get it added. You know, and so like our boilerplate for you know the differential boilerplate is is for us, um, and it's open for anyone else who wants to see it. But ultimately, like I think it's fun to you know look at other people's boilerplates, but everybody has a slightly different mindset on on how to build their app and you know it should be reflected in in what they use but I get it though if you're new to meteor you want to have that experience of just tell me what to do don't make me think because I, I felt that way about rails and then it was really frustrating to me about you know our spec and test unit back in the day you know like which which one should I use you know mm-hmm. no one would answer that damn question for me and I spent <laughs> hours and hours and hours thinking about that which sucks you know yeah. when you're new to something so yeah yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was, you know, I appreciate the guy writing, yep. writing the article and, and bringing all this up and, and just kind of sharing his thoughts. Like, you know, I, I definitely encourage people to do more of that. Uh, but, you know, my, I guess that's kind of my my soapbox response to it as well. <laughs> yeah, yep. I mean, I think it's a good, great discussion and it's going to drive the boilerplates forward. Someone might, you know, look at all nine of those and say, here's the best practice and that'll be a great thing, you know? And honestly, from there, if, if there's a better practice than the differential boilerplate, we'll adopt some of that into ours, you know? So, um, it's, it's good. Keep the discussion going, keep moving things forward. Yeah. All right. So the big story, <laughs> in case people don't notice, like, we have an order when Ryan and I do this, and so I thought this would be a good one for Ryan to lead off, and that's why it's second. So, um, <laughs> go ahead, buddy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Appreciate that, dude. <laughs> yeah, so Meteor 1.0 hits um, this week. It's a pretty damn big deal. Uh, Meteor days are all scheduled for next week. So, like, as a team, differential, like, we're basically treating that as a holiday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're gonna, you know, start drinking at noon and and just put away the client work for well at least a half day. Um, nice. And uh, just you know have fun showing some new people meteor and really celebrating where we are with uh, the platform. Um, you know, it's been great. I mean, we've gotten 
our activities picked up, I don't know if yours and your business, Josh, yes. what you're doing, like since 1.0 hit, like it's perceivable, which is good. We hope that would be the case. But, yeah, um, I mean, we're pretty much about to fill out our quarter four production schedule. And, nice. Uh, yeah, it's fun stuff. But um, Sounds yeah. all suit and tie businessy there, <laughs> production <laughs> <Yes>. schedule. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's kind of informal. It's a Google Doc, so. Nice. <laughs> um, but, no, it's, it, I mean, I love the way the guys did it. I mean, we obviously they gave us good um, signaling what was going to happen. So I think I think Meteor Development Group did a great job. They they fixed some last minute bugs, um, which were good. Um, but there's still a lot of work to be done. You know, this is like the first chapter is closed, uh, and I don't. There's many more chapters in this story. Yes. Yeah. Totally agree. I I also I love that they kind of had this website under wraps as well and you know i when i first saw the website i thought oh you know it looks like they hired percolate to do another <laughs> another website for them but then it turns out it was actually uh the okay grow guys gotta be yep. careful saying that not okay go but okay grow um and uh they they did the the website so paul dowman up in uh montreal toronto i think he's in toronto uh, yeah and um yeah, so I thought it was awesome they they like subbed that out to another big firm that's not yeah. necessarily percolate. I like to see them kind of sharing that love, so to speak. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was cool too. It's a great looking website. Yeah, and then uh, you know the the um, the other cool thing was that they they updated the leaderboard example, and then they they uh, they've got a, a brand new kind of. Um, Cordova example with the local marketplace app. So that was awesome to see as well. Pretty excited. Yep. Yep. So God, I figured we'd talk more about it on the podcast, but I mean it's really just hey, it's one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it was it felt like a non announcement, right? Like we knew it was coming and you know, the RCs were coming out and I don't know. It was definitely well, yeah, what so day did I, it come out? Was that Tuesday? Um, I'm I don't I'm not sure, but I, I mean I would just the final thing I would just say on that is if you're a meteor developer, find a friend, a non meteor person, and bring them to the meteor day. Like we have I don't know, maybe like twenty five registered here in Cincinnati. I'm gonna send a note out to the to everybody like bring a friend with you. You know, like let's let's expose because people don't realize what they're missing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I I mean I I totally agree. Like it's so amazing how easy it is to get a Meteor app up and running and, yep. you know, have something functional and, um, I don't, it's, it's definitely awesome. It's, it's worth checking out, like definitely bring a friend. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I said it was going to be out Thursday cause I thought they were going to have a dev shop and it came out Tuesday. So it's pretty close, but not yeah. quite, <laughs> not quite spot on. So they yep. decided to, uh, I think they would have done it, but they, they decided to do Worldwide Meteor Day instead, is what Alice told me. And so uh, there was no dev shop yesterday at all. And um, they're going to run a big pseudo-dev shop as a Worldwide Meteor Day in their office as well. So, Yep. And then I guess uh, another thing that we can kind of announce is that uh, I started putting together an East Coast hangout for anyone in the Eastern time zone that wants to join um, I'm going to put up a, uh, a Google Hangout on air that uh, people can tune into and going to try to get some experts together. Uh, Rye's going to be on it. I'll be on it. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get like maybe Chris Mather, maybe some uh, MDG people, 
Uh, I was going to talk to Paul Dowman as well since he did the new website. Thought he'd be fun to get on there. So, yeah, do you have a time for that picked out? Uh, uh, well, seven I think is the the predetermined time slot that they okay. put together for the for the uh, when they announced Worldwide Meteor Day. So, cool. seven Eastern, we'll have a, a streaming video that you guys can tune into and ask questions. So. All right. Uh, so I this one was either put up late last night or early this morning, but animated mobile route transitions with Iron Router and Ratchet. I thought this was kind of cool. So Nick uh, Wintage, apparently I got his name right last week. <laughs> Just want to say that officially on air. He emailed me and said, you did it right. <laughs> um, so... He uh, he put this up, and it's just like a sample website, but it, it's kind of cool because he's got like – the design is just a wrapper, uh, like a background, and then there's like a fake phone image, uh, and then there's just like the actual little mobile site inside there, and it's all built using Ratchet, uh, which I hadn't even heard of um, until I saw his demo, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And uh, apparently it's like a bootstrap, but specifically for doing uh, mobile stuff. Um, I think it's geared a lot more towards Cordova as well. And, uh, so like he, he just built an entire setup using iron router and he, uh, built a mailboxes kind of UI clone. Um, and you know, as you click around, it's got like these dynamic page transitions going on. I thought it was a really awesome demo. Yeah, and it's funny when when I saw this on our lister list, I was like, "Oh, we've been talking about that at the office here too." And then I click <laughs> in it. Oh, okay, it's Nick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's the one that sparked that conversation. So, Indeed. yeah, Indeed. I mean, we what, what's going on with us right now is we're you know we're working on this this app that um, includes um, um, Polymer, you know, with Meteor, which does some animation stuff too. Yeah. And so we're we're basically just exploring. Um, Different ways, and so we're obviously jumping into the Cordova Meteor stuff as well. So we officially have apps in production, or you know, apps that were in development that um, client work. Uh, um, so it's kind of scary but fun, right? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> yeah, we're, really. we're, we're in that game now. So um, yeah, it's it's uh, we're just kind of exploring all the different options, and um, and it's uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't even know he was doing this once again. Like Nick's just like a powerhouse. He's like seriously. Cranking out. He's like Aeronauta Part Two, right? I know, the man. Knicks. Yeah, we'll call him the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, I think he's definitely cheating somehow. He's like the basketball <laughs> team. All right, so uh, yeah, I I thought it was a cool demo, and then um, you know, like I said, he he seems to be doing a ton lately. He reached out to me too, and he wants to redo the UI on Crater. Um, oh, sweet. Yeah, and so I'm kind of hoping we'll get a little bit of this. Uh, um. I don't know if it's going to be ratchet or what, but maybe we can get some some mobile route transition going on as well because I'd love to be able to um, wrap up uh, the Cordova stuff, the telescope stuff with Cordova and put out an actual crater app that you can pull up on your phone. Yep. Which I think would be awesome. Yep. All right. Velocity. So, again, I, this is one where, um, I you know, you're a little bit more involved with this than I am. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but velocity is 100 RC one. So now is the time. Is now the time for everyone to jump back in to testing yes. this stuff out? Yes, absolutely. Right yeah, right this minute. Like, right. 
pause the podcast, go install it somewhere. Is there a good book that describes how to use this? Uh, yeah, no, my, mine <laughs> hasn't been updated. Uh, thanks, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, I've I've just started back to work on it this week. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'll just say, like, Meteor Ad uh, Mike Kolomoka or Meteor Ad Sanjo, S-A-N-J-O colon Jasmine. Those are probably the easiest ways to get started. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably like my background's more in the Jasmine area, so that's probably where I lean. Um, but yeah, like I don't. It's still a pain, apparently, because um, you can't depend on RC packages, or we're not doing it quite right. So you kind of have to like pick each RC package by hand and like force forcibly install it, which kind of sucks. Um, but oops, there go my dogs. But um, <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, just just get it installed, give it a try. Like you know, we're we're pushing hard to get RC two out by maybe early Tuesday or 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 early Wednesday, and uh, the hope is that you know within within a week or so, maybe we can get a one zero out. And so we're just like we're still getting like little bug reports as people are trying it. Like, hey, this isn't working, or this is weird. You know, so mm-hmm. the more people we can get to try it, the close the the faster we'll get to a stable one zero. So. Yeah, so that's the so two. I, th- I think we have two orders right now. So number one, bring a friend to Meteor Day next week, and number two, download and try Velocity and get some bug reports in so that we have a testing framework for Meteor for once and for all. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, um, you is the cucumber stuff like still dead and out right now? Uh, yeah, it's it's sort of dead. So Sam picked it up and started a brand new project, um, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, I think once we get 1.0 stable, both him and I are going to probably spend a little bit of time trying to get that back to a working order. Uh, because I, I have a whole chapter on Cucumber, and right. like you can't do anything because it's like it was abandoned way back when. So Yeah, I really want that. Yes. So. Yeah. All right. All right. So, all right, cool. Next Last topic. one, uh, pre-render.io package. So... Um, I was excited to see this. This popped up um, the other day, three days ago. Uh, so there's a there's a service called PreRender.io that you can um, set up an account with, and uh, they're kind of like Embedly or something along those lines, where they'll like prefetch a bunch of stuff for you, and then um, if when you install this package, um, they'll like make sure that they serve up the prefetched, pre-rendered content to uh, Google and anyone else on your website. And so, uh, you know, they had packages that you could install for express and all kinds of stuff. Um, I think it was, I'm pulling up the website. So like angular and Ember and that kind of thing, they already had packages for, but no one had made a package for, um, uh, Meteor, yeah. Mm. So they've got Angular, Backbone, Ember, jQuery, and so someone's actually gone in and done the work of of getting the the uh, pre-rendering working with Meteor, which is mm. pretty awesome. Um, I'm assuming it's using like middleware, some kind of uh, connect middleware to get everything going. But I, I didn't have a chance to look through the entire package. Um, yeah, someone needs to do like a, a pull request with more details on what's going on here, you know, and um, is it, or is it simply simple, you know, like, I, I guess, I guess I'd love to hear how this compares to spider a bull. Um, 
It's, the, it's serving the same purpose, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the same purpose. But I think what happens is, like, you don't have to run that spiderable, and they, um, some, yeah, they use the pre-rendered node package, and so I think it's, yeah, looking at it, they actually detect. They've got a raw connect handler here, and they detect. Uh, they look at the headers and figure out who's looking at it, and then they. It looks like they actually send the content from this pre-render.io service. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, the the advantage there is that, number one, like, as long as the pre-render service is snappy, you, you should get stuff back pretty quick to Google and, you know, all the various bots. And then the other interesting thing is, uh, you don't have to worry about running Spiderball on your server. And so, mm. like, last this past weekend, I had a lot of trouble with Telescope. I moved it to DigitalOcean just so I could try it out for an article I'm writing. And um, it started crashing, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And it turns out uh, when Google would hit it, it would hit it, like, with a couple of Google bots. Mm. And then it would end up uh, chewing up a ton of memory on the, the 512 gigabyte slice and then take mm. the site down. And so you don't have to worry about that stuff when you use this service. Right. Yeah, cuz Spiderable is it tends to be an unstable member of the <laughs> of the family there uh in a, in a running meteor app. Um of course pre- this requires pre-render IO which is a paid service. So right. Yeah, that's that's a factor, but I just didn't know if there's any is there any other action going on with Spiderable to make that better or is there just it is what it is and Yeah, not not that I'm aware of. So yeah. the I you know, the biggest problem there is whenever you're using uh, DigitalOcean with MUP, or you're using um, Modulus. Like you, you got to be checking the logs to know when Spiderbull's failing. Yeah, like, th- there's just <laughs> there's no other indication that it's failed. And I think I said it on one of the other podcasts. Like it got broken on Crater for the longest time, and you just go and you look, and every web page that was cached in Google just said loading for the title, mm, which mm. is horrible, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really bad. Yeah, so... Is um, that fixed now? Is yeah. Is yeah. the Google index fixed? I, I believe so, yeah. I've, I've fixed the the uh, spider wool, I think, right? Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not monitoring it every day, but I did check that it was properly working and uh, went and pinged Google, so hopefully it updated all that. Yeah. Last I checked, it looked like it was cleaning up, but, you know... And these prices actually don't look too bad. It looks like you pay per page, um, and you can get up to 250 pages for free. So mm-hmm. seems like pretty oh, reasonable. Oh, per page? Per, per, so it's not a number of hits to that page either? Yeah, I think it's for every page that they cache. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. okay. Well, that's not so, bad then if it's a yeah, corporate and then site, obviously. It's uh, 15 bucks once you go above 250 pages. So I was like, I was like page views or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. No, that's good. Um, All right. Anything else you want to talk about? I think that's it. I just uh, anything going on with your classes? Did you fill up your second class? I almost filled up my second class, so I was a little sad. uh, (laughs) I've got uh, six people paid out of the nine slots, and I've got two more people that have uh, said they want to join. They've got invoices. They haven't paid them, but the class mm. is Saturday, so yeah. kind of iffy if they're going to take that. So I've got one seat left, uh, but the class <laughs> does start on Saturday. So, so like tomorrow? Uh, yeah. Assuming it's, you get this podcast out tonight. <laughs> yes, and I will, unlike last week. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> All right, man. 
We'll have a happy Halloween. Indeed. Eat some candy. Yes. I'm dressing up as the master and my son's going to be Doctor Who. So. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Should be interesting. All right, man. I'll talk to you next week. All right. All right. Bye.